must be able to carry it on our shoulders. Drawing inspiration from the maternal hands that soothed our childish feminine spirits. as our mothers stained with red wine and lustful nights before our motherhood with womanly items. Velcro sealed little wallets with expired gift cards to act as credit. Heart-shaped notepads and cherry-scented lip gloss. Cherry-scented lip gloss is replaced with red lipstick, and the gift cards are no longer a gift, but a guilty pleasure of debt. Spending money for the sake of making yourself feel pretty, or taken seriously. Maturity is replaced with anxiety to be youthful, no longer carrying around an air of opportunity upon your shoulders. But grounded in what one can afford. Racing to become magnificent and sparkling all over before the hourglass runs out. What you carry upon your shoulders, the silk scarves tied to straps, keychains overwhelmed with options. Multiple affairs divided into colorways and functionality. Appear as though they have your initials invisibly woven into their front. No longer carrying the essence of maturity, but experiencing it. All hanging upon your shoulders.
Cold Hands, Warm Heart on Sin, 90.7 FM with Liliana. That was Edie by Folk Bits Trio, who are actually playing the Port Ferry Folk Festival uh, from the 11th to the 14th of March next year, which is very, very soon. How crazy that it's the final week of the year. We are three? 
three days out I, I do not know in this Christmas period time just goes out the window <laughs> I don't even I, I don't even know what day it is that I'm recording it it could be a Tuesday but it also could be a Friday this end of the year has been good lots of slowing down but absolutely no slowing down at all a lot of my friends are getting sick because we're all our bodies are kind of like having a, a chance to to rest but that's also a chance for us to get really sick which is not fun but it's the final week of the year it's like three days out which is absolutely bonkers I just can't believe that like another year has gone past but I may as well just dump all my existential thoughts here whilst I have an audience. Um, I just, I always wonder if like, I guess it's human nature to section and partition time off, but if we didn't, if life and time just continued and we didn't, we weren't going into a new year, would we feel better about it? I don't know. I've been doing some philosophy classes lately and it's making me question everything. And that's my question. What if we didn't section time? How do we feel about that? Anyway, that is enough about my crisis. Back to the episode, girlhood, womanhood, adulthood, growing into the body, all of those fun things. Um, I'll be chatting about my poem that I shared with you. We might even hear from my mum about how I was when I was growing up. And I'm going to be playing some spectacular feminine artists who inspire me every day and who have helped me shape my own experience that kind of inspired this episode this week. Um, It's all about girlhood, baby, about growing up. And um, that poem that I just wrote, I feel really sets the tone for what it is to grow up feminine and to grow up with a female experience. But I just want to preface that I can only come from a place of personal experience and that comes from a very feminine uh, fronted binary. But I know that although many of us have grown up under that binary and it has been thrust upon us, it's only now in these early 20s and it can, it can, it definitely can start younger, but It's only when we're able to place ourselves in the driver's seat that we can actually steer ourselves into exploration of who we want to be and um, create a space for expression. And I guess that's what I want to do here now is that if you are younger and a binary is not fulfilling you, then you have the space and I hold space for you to express yourself in any way. And there are people out there who want to let you express that way I just wanted to say that before I uh, continued on my feminist (laughs) female rant of this episode I'm going to break that poem down that I shared with you earlier after this next track right now you're going to listen to I don't want to be funny anymore by Lucy Dacus Saying things that don't mean I'm loud 
Welcome back. If you are just jumping in, you just heard I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore by Lucy Dacus. And this week on Cold Hands Warm Heart, this episode is all about girlhood. Uh, earlier I shared a poem, uh, which is essentially a kind of commentary on my experience growing up female and how more often than not, I felt like I was trying to fit a mold and trying to become a woman with those very typical, very stereotypical female items, but also now that I'm a little bit older, I can kind of acknowledge that those items and those things are just things and they don't really mean anything at the end of the day. They just kind of help to further validate that experience. I figured who better to ask about yet the younger version of Lily than my mother. So I asked her what it was, what I was like as a kid. And she remembers me growing up and going through all of her bags and jewelry and things. And this is what she had to say. As a kid, Lily, you always loved to dress up. And if we would go somewhere, you would pack a bag and you would always take three or four outfits. And you just loved clothes, like like your mum. You loved shoes. You loved slip-on shoes that made a noise when you walked on the floorboards. Um, you used to love grabbing my shoes. I had a pair of black ones that had a little bit of a high heel, and you just slipped them on, and you would like clack around in them, and you loved them. And you had like little princess ones as well, like little plastic ones that like you get from Target. But you just loved dressing up. You would go through my handbags. You would go through my jewelry box. And you would like ask if you could like you know borrow bracelets and um, you know, any any beads or necklaces and I think you used to do the same thing at Nan's as well. Like you'd always ask us to look at Nan's jewelry box, and she had a, a drawer full of like you know boxes of jewelry. So like you always used to ask to go through it. But yeah, right from an early age, you liked pretty things. You liked to accessorize, and you also always used to love a little notepad and a pen in your little bag or you know I'd carry on with me in my bags you would always have a little like a, a little notepad or a little drawing pad and some textures or pencils and you know once you went to school and you were able to actually write sentences that's when you started and you would always write little poems or little stories and there was just I'd find notebooks everywhere with just little verses in them or just a start of a story or just like little ideas you'd like you know write down little little things that you were thinking about and yeah, so the writer was in you right from, from an early age. Thank you for that, Mum. Mama G, you are phenomenal. <laughs> I didn't play one of them because she started crying and then when I listened back to it, I started crying. Um, and as I told you in the first episode, I cry a lot and maybe one day we'll cry on the show, but we'll kind of, we'll reel it in just for now. Anyway, so I hope that gives you some background information on who I was as a kid and where this poem is really taking from. So in the first stanza of the poem, there's a lot of personal imagery. There's, there's personal imagery throughout the whole poem, but um, I was really quite fascinated by the idea of dress ups and always being in mom's bag, which I have mentioned six billion times already. Um, but there was such a drive to get older and go to parties and be a woman and be a lady. Whereas I, I wish I had appreciated that time a little bit more, but we all say that. <laughs> Just another boomer comment. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I wanted to play on that and that idea that it's it comes from a place of wanting to be older rather than that there is there you're a kid so there's definitely an element of fun and playfulness and figuring figuring it out but that also is it self-imposed or is it an idea that's imposed on us as young women that this is what it is and this is what steers you forward into womanhood I don't know I'm just asking the big questions um but I love the imagery in this piece of Velcro seal glitter wallets and expired gift cards. I, I don't know why, but I had this fascination with putting old gift cards from like Christmas and things like that in my wallet and pretending they were credit cards because that was the peak of femininity when I was nine years old. But I think the line that really hooks this piece together and it's the last line of that stanza, all swinging from our prepubescent limbs in an innocent attempt to understand what it feels like to be grown up I guess we're all just at that age trying so hard to grow up and dress up and I don't know it's like I'm, I'm so far away from that part of my life now as we all are um, but to look back on it I look back so fondly but whether or not like just understanding my own sexuality and being in a, a world and a community that is so welcoming and that allows us to explore that part of ourselves. Whether or not that was a helpful experience for me, um, I know so many of us struggle with femininity and what it means to be a woman. And I guess it's, I guess it's just our own perceptions of the gender binary. But, but like I said, in our youth, we believe to appear mature and older and feminine we have to carry it all on our shoulders in a bag, in a female bag. I just, <laughs> I love that most of the episodes of me, there are a lot of nuance and the way I write is so that it's all like woven and pretty, but I think a lot of this is me going like, this is this, <laughs> but it's all hanging from our shoulders and that weighted feeling in our bodies. Uh, I'm going to play a few tracks for you. This first one is Body by Julia Jacqueline. You're listening to Cold Hands, Warm Heart on Sim 90.7 FM. I will talk to you after this. The police met the plane. They let you finish your meal. I know you'd like to believe it, baby, but you're more kid than criminal. Just a boy who could not get to a domestic flight without lighting up in the restroom. Got cold cloud of smoke. Couldn't wait to call a friend We had to fly back home Never got the money back for that weekend Right 
distant dreams I always find it pretty hard to believe them When I wake up I couldn't tell what's better for me If I close my eyes will I be free again To roam down my own tracks without nobody telling me what's right from wrong adoring watching this woman thrive in the industry and make her name that song just always makes me want to have a little boogie but the next part of the poem yeah really focuses on those teenage years and the grit and moving from girlhood and not being seen as either a girl or a woman to then that teenager form where you really kind of flourish I guess and people are commenting on your body and it's sticky and it's gross and this part of the poem might be my favorite because it, I guess it still feels pretty relevant. High school ended only three years ago. So it's still, it was still six. And, and that part of that, that final line of the poem, what once defined us as delicate and sweet is now replaced with a wandering heart and curiosity uh, for what exists outside the current landscape is just that teenage exploration and cutting off that idea of I've been seen as a young girl or xyz and I don't want to do that anymore I want to be something different I want to be bold and that is okay it's okay to explore and okay to explore and that's exactly what I did and that's what I hope that anyone who is listening and growing up does now I'm going to play a few tracks from a gorgeous artist uh, Juliet Sunflower who was a major inspiration for me growing up I was 
I was really fortunate enough to open up for her in 2019 um, with her band San Antonio, which was such a pleasure. It was the first time I'd been asked to do that for someone, um, as a young musician that is like your first kind of break, which felt really, really exciting. Um, but I can remember asking her because I was so curious why she asked me to play. And I can remember it very vaguely. It's not not the exact words, but she said something of like, I wanted another strong fellow woman to share the stage with me, which meant so much to hear um, and exactly how we should be supporting other women and sharing and sharing that. Um, this is Love Circle Drive by Juliet Sunflower. My thumb is blue, I'd like to paint it green. So quiet I don't 
That was Porter Road by Juliet Sunflower and then Love Circle Drive by, again, Juliet Sunflower, uh, someone who was really inspirational to me throughout my girlhood and uh, someone that I still enjoy now. They're so comforting. We have come to the final part of the poem. Uh, Evolution of the self is frequent but hidden from the human, human eye. This is the like the now part of the poem. This poem kind of forms of childhood, teenage years and sticky years and the commentary to being a woman and now kind of being where you wanted to be when you were a kid and fulfilling the shoes and filling the, the your bags with womanly items that are actually lipstick and all the things that come with being a woman because it is really great sometimes um but this line regardless of a feminine experience is a reminder that evolution shouldn't be like I feel like plastered all across social media and like that really tacky self-love movement um it's it's shown and it's I guess like the self-love movement is plastered all over social media and we're told to love ourselves and to take care of ourselves and that love is restorative, but it becomes a visual act. It becomes an act that we try and show everyone that we're taking care of ourselves. Whereas I really truly believe that growth and evolution Though it can be visible to someone, it shouldn't be, and it should only be visible to you. And true growth comes from a place of authenticity within yourself. Um, it kind of talks about what I assume older women are pressured with when they get older and that racing to become magnific magnificent and sparkling all over before the hourglass runs out. It's commenting on the fact that society places a immense amount of pressure on women to remain beautiful and um what better would describe this was I was listening to a, a fantastic podcast the other day Little Crumbs which brought me a lot of inspiration for the show I <laughs> I won't retell it because they were much more coherent than I will ever be um, but the show discussed how femininity can often be an issue for feminism and it really corners you into one binary um, but my main takeaways from the show were being aware of your position as a woman and perhaps why you gender confirm. So maybe you identify as a female and you want to reject and like kind of kind of dance on the line of radical feminism and not shave your armpits and that kind of stereotype of a radical feminist. But um you do shave your armpits because it makes your feminine experience and your life in general easier. That was one main takeaway. And um, another was that, another was that in order to reject feminism, we act like a man. The natural opposite of feminine is masculine. Um, 
another point they featured and all of this was inspired by a reading by Bhakti which I would I need to read to be to understand this because it just makes so much sense um because it's so it's so ingrained I guess the the feminine experience and what it means to be a woman obviously I am a culprit of that and I am not embarrassed to say so through this poem because I wanted so desperately to define myself in bags and purses in order to become a woman. Um, when we reject femininity, and this is what they talked about in the um, in the piece, was that was that when you reject that notion um, of femininity, you act like a man because we haven't been taught that you can't just be a woman, you can still just be a woman, but not be feminine or have those traits. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. And I hope some of that made sense, but it was phenomenal. I was completely absorbed the entire time. Uh, I'm going to play a song by an amazing, amazing band with, uh, oh my God, the best front woman I have ever seen. Um, this is Security by Amal and the Sniffers, and I hope that you enjoy. You couldn't see the real me, I wanted to save you, you stupid, I'm fast. 
we are nearing the end of cold hands warm heart on this gorgeous thursday evening um before i go i just wanted to drop my instagram funky spaghetti uh, you can come and find me. We can have a chat about music and anything that we've talked about in the episode. I would love to hear what you think. But if you want to listen again, uh, you can head to sin.au.org forward slash cold hands warm heart. And in the cold hands warm heart, there is a dash in between each of them. Uh, but you can go back and listen to the episodes that I've recorded so far. This one will be up for you. And then uh, last week's episode, if you didn't get to hear the grand opening of Cold Hands Warm Heart, you can listen again. Um, but thank you for joining me this week, All About Girlhood. I hope that it brought you some solace or some comfort to know that you can grow up however you want to. And well, we've already grown up, but the, these next few years and the rest of your life is yours and you can define yourself and wear and be whoever you want to be and that is completely okay and there are people who will hold space for you thank you for sin for hosting this seasonal and uh thank you to all of the artists that i have played this week uh you are an inspiration to me and to many <laughs> uh, but before i go i'll play two more songs this is the newest single by Peninsula artist Velvet Bloom, Run. And after that, Kian with Better Things. I will see you next year. <laughs> Have a good week. We Stars in the sky
Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the Sin HQ and studio stand, the Rwandari people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country.